My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Ray. And we're here to talk about... Elephants. Space elephants. It was literally the first word that came to my mind. I don't think there is any elephant-type creature in Star Wars. Correct me if I'm wrong. Banthas. They're elephants dressed up as creatures. Well, yeah, but they're not... Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I gave you that fact last week. By yes, the way. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but hey, I was reading last night. Blue elephants. You know, I'm so stupid. Max Rebo. That's embarrassing. That is very embarrassing for you. That, that, that is very embarrassing for me. Uh. Okay. Well, in Return of the Jedi, there are actual space chickens because on the call sheets, which. So in film, a call sheet is uh, every day there's a call sheet and it yeah. lists the weather, what scenes are being filmed, and who needs to be on set. Yeah. There were 12 chickens listed for some call sheets when filming Revenge or Return of the Jedi. So there's literal space chickens. But where? On Endor with the Ewoks. It just listed chickens, 12 chickens. But in what scenes, though? Because I don't know. Uh, I didn't see the call sheets. Because if you watched, I mean, what you talked about that, which, by the way, people love that clip of us. Talking about the Ewok movie with the llama, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they're all in there, they're all in there. Uh, but let's go to the news because we actually got news this week, yes, finally. Uh, we have the writers, uh, that have been officially announced for uh, for Acolyte, mm-hmm. and we also have the potential sad news of Outlaws being delayed to 2025, which is sad, but I've got a lot of notes. That I want to talk about that. And then Kanan, his lightsaber from Star Wars Rebels is available over at Galaxy's Edge. So if oh. you're over at Galaxy's Edge, go and get that saber. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, let's uh let's dive into the news. Uh for Acolyte, all of the writers have uh have been revealed for episode one. It is written by Leslie Headland, and then episode two is written by Jason. I'm gonna be terrible. Okay, let me try. <laughs> So we have Leslie Headland, who is writing and directing episode one. Yep. Episode two is Jason McAuliffe and Charmaine DeGrate or DeGrade. I'm yeah, that's probably DeGrade. I'm probably butchering all of these. Episode three is Jasmine Flor- Flournoy, Fl- yep. Flournoy and Eileen Shim. Episode four is Claire Kletchel and Cor Adana. Uh, episode five is again Cora Donna and Cameron Squires. Episode six is Jason McAuliffe and Jocelyn B I O H Bio. Uh, episode seven <laughs> is Charmaine DeGray again or DeGrada and Jen Richards and Jasmine Flournoy. Yes. Flournoy. I'm so bad at names. I'm trying to read these all as How Dutch do you think names. I feel because <laughs> I have the speech impediment. So I'm just. And then Jason McAuliffe is. Uh, doing episode eight yeah 
But I didn't recognize any of those names offhand. Well, most of these writers are um, very um, new to the game or they haven't done that many projects. There are some writers that worked on The Watchmen and then House of the Dragon. Some of the newer shows that have come out, okay. which I like how they've got some new fresh names yeah. coming to the game because we're so used to some of these directors and writers that have been doing this for so long. But I think having a fresh take on a new perspective mm -hmm. and a fresh take on Star Wars is a very great idea because you have these people coming in that really don't have that much history coming into an uh, era that really hasn't been touched on on screen yet. That kind of lines up very, very nicely. And Aglai still doesn't have an official release date. We know that it's going to come out sometime next year. But who knows? How excited are you for that show? I'm really excited. I'm I mean, we do have some content coming out, but we don't we're kind of on pause for Star Wars content until the writers, the writer strike, those actors. Yes. The SAG after a strike ends. We're still waiting. There have been some rumors here and there that it was kind of over, but at the same time, not. Well, OK, so here's the thing. OK, here we go. Uh, I, I forget it was three people. I can't remember who the last one was, but it was George Clooney's idea. And he roped in uh, a guy whose name I cannot recall and Scarlett Johansson. And they had an idea to kind of like redistribute money through the union okay. for on set. Uh, so that like the bigger names don't get as much and it kind of is more evenly distributed. However, so they went and brought that to the head of the union and they're like, that's really great, guys. Thanks. That has no bearing on our situation right now because we're working with the studios. So we'll keep that in mind for when we go back to work. But unfortunately, they thought they had like a, oh, we have like a little okay. key. We're going to fix it. And no, no. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything else aside from that. Hopefully we hear something soon just because of a world without Star Wars is a very sad world. So hopefully we can get back on track. Uh, but we've got other kind of sad news is that the game Star Wars Outlaws may be delayed until 2025. Uh, the news around that is it basically has gone from some of the not backlash but some of the reviews of like the early gameplay have not been great and then they're also kind of losing staff mm. left and right in the project which to me was they've already dropped the trailer they've already dropped the game trailer my thing is again i'm i'm taking this with a grain of salt because not all the main news sites are running with it but basically we're sitting in the lines of the game potentially getting pushed back if they do push it back from the gameplay, I saw looks decent. But when you're doing an open world game like this, you you want it to be spot on and you want it to be perfect when it launches. You don't want to go into Battlefield 2042 situation of where you launch the game. The trailer looks great, but when you launch the game, it's crap. It's complete crap. I will say that. I don't care if you quote me on that. That game was terrible when it when it first launched. And you don't want that for a big game like this. Just because it's a it, it's a Star Wars game. It's the first open world Star Wars game. To me, there's a lot writing on this game. But not only that, if it does get pushed back to 2025, this gives you the potential of making it open world to where you can make your own character. So if you have Cave this as as like the main story part of part of the journey, and then you can customize your own character. Sign me up when I play games because I know you're not really a gamer. Nope. No. But when I'm a gamer, I like to see myself 
in the character. And for example, I was playing Hogwarts Legacy last night and I was like, I made my own custom character. I'm traveling around in a world that I really enjoy. This is fantastic. I have no problem with K Vis of being the main character, but maybe be the campaign. Then you can just kind of be your own character and, 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 and explore that part of the galaxy because it sounds like there was a bunch of new planets that we've never really been on before. So I would love that. And that was my same thing with Jedi Survivor. I think it, I love Cal Kestis, but it, it would have been great if you would have been your own Jedi Survivor of where like you, you're a Jedi, you could customize your character and you survived Order 66 and you're moving forward. That's what I like about these open world games. And I want that applied to this because a lot of people just want a GTA style type Star Wars game. And if this game does get pushed back, it'd be really great if they did that to where you could play Kavis in the main campaign, explore her character more, fall in love with her character. And then after you beat the campaign, be like, okay, here's a new character that maybe Kavis maybe like met along the way or at the end of the campaign. And the person that she meets is you and you get to customize your character and then you can go off and do your own thing. Basically, I'm just saying I, I want customization. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have no input because I don't know gaming terms or anything. Yeah. I uh, do know that I because like I've played like some games on the original Wii. Yeah. So like very rudimentary. <laughs> and I this is years ago. Yeah. But like the character customization like stage yeah i'd just get lost in there for hours yeah that's my favorite part that's my favorite part yeah. that's why i like uh creating characters in D because i just like the character yeah. customization yeah no i and i think that was a big thing that they that they missed in the, in the new lego star wars game is that it was the first like lego games where you couldn't customize your own character and it was a real bummer well i also missed sabe in there so yeah. they're missing quite a bit oh absolutely except they made max rebo you know they crushed his character it's fantastic <laughs> i do appreciate when padme reveals that she's amadala how like there's just a bunch of people saying no i'm queen amadala and there's like this old man with a beard saying that i think he's dressed as a handmaiden and that's sabe <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh sabe deep undercover <laughs> yes it's me yeah, but I would love to see her as a Lego. I might just have to... I mean, I made my own Funko Pop yeah. of Sabe Do it. with a lot of uh, air-dry clay. It is so fragile. That thing crumbles like crazy. I need to make it a, make a different version. But uh, I want to make a little custom Sabe Lego. That'd be pretty cool. I'm going to make all the Sabe merch myself because Lucasfilm is too coward to do it themselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I I think it will eventually come. We We, we just have to be patient. It's been since 99. Yeah. New new merch for the prequels, especially Sabe, is not coming. Do or do not. There's no try. Patience. Patience. It will come. I don't know when, but just, it will come. I'll just have to make it on myself. Listen, I've been in your position before. I was like, when is Max Rebo returning? <laughs> okay, you got Max Rebo, when, though. Right, right. Can you... Can you be on my campaign get Sabe I, back i was patient i was patient i was waiting all right I, you were not patient you were hashtagging every single post with max rebo lives whether it was relevant or not i love the guy sue me hashtag max rebo lives i'm huh. yeah i'm not saying anything <laughs> bad against him I'm just like you got it you did it yeah can you help me now <laughs> hashtag sabe lives sabe returns sabe returns okay because with Max Rebo, there was the question, did he die because of the explosion? 
We don't have that with well, Sabe. Well, so here's the thing, though. Do you think, and be honest with me, do you think it's realistic for Kira Knightley to return as that character? Kira Knightley, probably not. Okay, that's the issue. Is I that think... we probably won't see her on screen is, is because they are going to want to bring characters back like that if they can bring back the character fully. So that means the actress comes back and plays that character. Well, it also depends on what point in the timeline you want to bring them back into. Probably during the timeline of the Mandalorian is, is my guess or maybe Andor, but I highly doubt that. Because I think I think your best plot for anything that would be live action would be the Amidalans who are basically fighting in the name of Padme. Uh, and that takes place during the um, Darth Vader comics, yep. like a little before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be right around the original trilogy or just before. Yeah. It's between yeah. prequels and original. Yeah, because of you got the 19 year um, gap. But then you would need younger actors to portray yes. the handmaidens. So <laughs> here's me shooting my shot. Cool. And uh, <laughs> and then I can play uh, Naboo Royal Guard or something. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I can be Thorn Oakenshield or I can be Ray Park of just doing like a role like that. Yeah. I mean, Richard Armitage is some pretty big shoes to fill for stealthiest Armitage. I've watched The Hobbit a lot. I, 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 I think I can do it. Okay, this is kind of <laughs> off topic, but I have to say it because it's amazing. On the topic of Richard Armitage, if you go to Google and you search ridiculous top hats, yeah. one of the first results, if not the first result, is a picture of Richard Armitage from North and South a BBC miniseries. And he has like an Abe Lincoln size hat. Oh, he does. It's ridiculous. Huh. And... Next to it is a screenshot of Richard Armitage tweeting, if you Google ridiculous top hats, why am I the first result with the same picture? Huh. Well, there you go. Fun Richard Armitage facts for you on the it, Star Wars Stuff podcast. Yeah. Where we talk all things, things Richard, Richard Armitage. Armitage. <laughs> and, and I know we're going off topic, but can you name all of the dwarves like for The Hobbit? No. Philakili, Oing, Gloin, Dwalin, Balin, Biffer, Bofur, Bomber, Dori, Nori, Ori, and the leader of her company, Thorn Oak and Shield. Wow. Uh. Sounded like you were rattling off handmaiden names like, for a while there. Kanye, Harambe. <laughs> Sabe. We don't own Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other piece of news, which we already talked about, is that the Kanan Jarrus lightsaber is over at Galaxy's Edge. And what's really cool about it is you can take off the top part of the lightsaber. You can clip it like on if you're wearing a belt. It's It's got that two clip thing like it does in the show. So I think that's really, really cool. I like yeah. how one of the comments is we need a video of Ray experiencing Fallen Order for the first time. It was like, I don't know. That would probably just be a hot mess. I'd just be like looking at the controller like I'm pushing buttons and I don't know what is happening. That's actually a good idea, though. Like of where I give you the controller, we're on Twitch, and then we're just streaming it, except you're playing. And then I'm doing commentary with you and I'm seeing your reaction for the first time. And we just play level by level. I think that would be really, really funny. Yeah. And I can. So my uh advanced gaming experience is uh a game boy advance okay i had a barbie mystery game okay um i also had a disney princess game this is when i was like real little and so i've played those two games on a game boy advance okay got real good at those um 
And then I had a slumber party game for the Wii. We sports, we fit, we carnival. Okay. All right. That's uh, about all I got. Um there's my experience. Kind of backtracking, but I finally watched the Barbie movie. Oh my gosh. I finally watched it. Yes. It was good. I think it was kind of overhyped. It's so fun. But it's fun. It's fun. I think some people were taking it serious when it did when like it's it's just a fun movie. I think that people were treating it as it was like an Oscar worthy winning movie, which it could be, but I I to me I think the film was definitely overhyped. Well, it's also you're probably not the target audience for the film. Listen, I'm just Colin, and I loved, like, I, I, I loved Ken. All right? Yeah. I, I, I love that. Uh, that definitely spoke to me. And I was like, the, the, this is great. But, again, I think that the idea of the film was just kind of have fun and kind of make fun of, like, different type of scenarios. It basically, it, I mean, yeah. now we're just doing a Barbie stuff podcast. But <laughs> it essentially takes your traditional narrative and flips it on its yes, head. Yes, yes, yeah. Which... I found very entertaining oh, yeah. all the ways they spun that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Barbie. <laughs> Star Wars fun facts. Ooh, let me see what I have on my phone. Ray was actually pitching something to me. Um, You wanted to challenge me? Oh, yes. Yeah. But I will drop a fun fact first. Okay. So we all know that Tatooine's sons or stars are called Tattoo 1 and Tattoo 2. Okay. Which is ridiculous. You ready for Jack Who's son's name? Sure. Jakku. The n not the actual look. Okay. Wow. Jakku's son. Jakku the planet has the a son named Jakku. Right. And the son that is orbiting the planet of Jakku is named Jakku. Jakku. Huh. According to a Star Wars fact book published by Lucasfilm, so I'm going to take that as canon. So, do you know the alternate opening to Force Awakens? No. Luke's hand holding the Skywalker saber from Empire Strikes Back. Like when that fell? Yeah. It was just floating in space and then it was going into orbit. It just Yeah. And then the other one was of the new Republic ships that would drop off. They came out of hyperspace and they kind of dragged a Star Destroyer from that battle. And then the Star Destroyer like slowly came into orbit of Jakku and it crashed there. And then the next scene was like Ray kind of opening it of, huh. of where you see like Ray yeah. as a scavenger for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And there was also some underwater stuff uh, as well as like of some concept art of where like Ray was kind of going underwater and it was like the second Death Star or something. And they applied that into kind of in Rise of Skywalker of where we see the second Death Star. Speaking of Ray and water stuff, the mirror cave scene. Yeah. Where she falls and then her buns fall out and it's just like two ponytails and yeah. half up, half down style. That makes me so mad. Oh. That's not how hair works. Are you putting logic into Star Wars? It's not how hair works. Why does her hair look like that? I mean, I, it's a cute look. I don't look. know. But here's another thing. I've cut my hair specifically to that length. You can't do the buns when your hair is that short. It doesn't fit. Yeah. How does she do it? How does she do it? The force. That's such a cop out answer, man. I well, I I don't know. Why does Anakin do this? He's the chosen okay, one. Okay, you. Just, it's just the easy answer. You leave him out. It's like in Bible school, every answer is Jesus. 
You're comparing his hair to to Anakin. I'm just saying I mean, it's her the, hair. It's the easy way out for an answer. Oh, the Force did it. Well, I was saying as a joke, but but with Anakin, the Force did it. Of what you say is true from from a certain, a certain point, point of view. view. <laughs> I'm working on that compilation. Good, good, good. All right, so you have a challenge for me. Yes, I do. Okay. So we have a Star Wars, the sounds of Star Wars book. Yeah. I'm going to play a sound and you have to know what it is or you fail. Okay. The stakes are high. Okay. okay. All right. You're not allowed to look. I won't. There's a lot of just filler pages. Oh my gosh. We're going to start with something that's probably pretty easy. Okay. All right. Here we go. Guess this sound. I got to get to the number. This, this is slow goings, man. Oh, if you hold the button down harder, it goes faster. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a wampa. Yeah, good job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Come on. Hey, we're going easy for the first one. Okay. Number two. The swamp creatures on Dagobah. It is literally called Dagobah Swap Swamp Ambiance. Okay. Right. So very well, good. Yeah. Very good. Ooh, how about this one? Number three. Ah, uh, this is when Han says Boba Fett, Boba Fett where? And he stabs his jetpack and then Boba flies into the sail barge and then he falls down. It is called Boba Fett's jetpack. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> The description is the bounty hunter's jetpack was sourced from a Loki missile. Capital L O K I Loki yeah. missile. What is a Loki missile? I need to know. Okay. How do you spell it? Like the Norse god with a capital L. A Loki missile in Star Wars. Does that mean it's just super chaotic? A Loki interceptor. Uh, the Loki was a standard in in interceptor with the kind of... Okay, never mind. Oh, so there is such thing as a Loki yes, missile in yes, real life. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, Weird. I am not an expert in weapons, but that's what Google tells me. Okay. Let's see what we've got. Um, Bring these it are all on. super easy. Okay, let me... Let me try going all the way back. While Ray's trying to find that, if you're at Motor City Comic Con next weekend, you can find us there. We will be around. We'll be in costume. We'll be at the Final First booth. We will be there. So come and say hi to us if you see us. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, I know this. Play one time for me. Is it from Empire Strikes Back? No. It sounds like the book is dying is what it sounds like. <laughs> Play one more time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Is it is it when they put R2D2s um of the of when they put the Death Star plans into the into the computer and then they see it like like of the plans and they plan their attack on the Death Star? No, you lose. <sighs> it is Aunt Beru's food processor. Oh, come on. <laughs> Darn. You are a, you are a failure of a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you.
Really? Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find something interesting. Okay, let's try this one. Okay. Oh, easy. Um, that's the escape pod on on Tent of Four. I don't know if it's on that ship, but it is door closes and escape pod ejection. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sure you will never guess this one. Absolutely okay. not. That is Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. A hundred percent. You know, I found out that Vader's costume yeah. was just supposed to be a spacesuit. Like this was something he would take off. Yeah. It was only because he was going into space to transport from one ship to another. So he had a helmet. Interesting. OG Vader. So this is just like a like a astronaut suit. And they say the prequels weren't planned out. The prequels, the sequels. Okay. All right. Bring it on. Give me more. Okie day. Nah, nah, nah. Cool day, day. Love that song. I'm going like way to the back of the book. So okay. this may take a minute. Say something funny. Um, Sabe. <laughs> <laughs> the next sound. Oh, easy. Um, though, uh, it's it's the announcers at the at the pod race of the Phantom Menace. Why would it do that? What? So, the sound name is Pod Race Engines Warm Up. Why do they have the announcers in there? Shouldn't it just be the <laughs> the engines warm up? You actually see those announcers come back in the show Star Wars Resistance. You actually see them come back. I was really surprised by that because we, we haven't seen them. Oh, oh, oh! What is what is this one going to sound like? Now I'm intrigued. You better not be looking at the book. I'm not. Okay. Um, that's the communication. It's like the FaceTime thing that they use on the Nemodian ship of where new. Gunray's like, oh, at last you come before us, your highness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is Queen Amadala's little yeah. intro. This honestly would be a great drinking game because if like you don't get it, then like you have to take like a shot. Yeah, but you're getting every single one. Well, I'm not saying it would be a great drinking game for me, but I'm just saying in general. Okay. Um, just because the name of the sound is so funny, I'm picking this one next. Okay, okay here we go. Uh, Darth Maul's probe droids. No. Darth Maul presses buttons. Oh, man, yeah, because <laughs> of on the on, on, on his speeder. Darth Maul presses buttons. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that was a good one. What do we got next, man? Let's do a couple of more. Just find a funny one. I'm, tr I'm trying. I'm trying the best that I can. Okay. I don't know what this one will be. Attack of the Clones. It's the land. Um, it's when they are chasing Zam through the city on Coruscant. It is Zam Muscles Air Speeder. That is so atrocious. Please never make that noise again. <laughs> I just found it. That is like the tiniest rubber ducky. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Okay, we'll do two more. All right. That is a gunship. Do you know which one? A Republic gunship. It is exactly a Republic gunship. Any Clone Wars fan should know that, and if they get that wrong. Last one. All right. Oh, uh, re Revenge of the Ship when the Invisible Hand um, crashes in Coruscant, and it takes out that tower on the landing strip, and then Obi-Wan's like, ah, another happy landing. I assume so. It just says crash landing. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Take your word for it. There you go. Yeah. So sounds of Star Wars. Ben Burt's a genius. And Matthew Wood. And everyone on the incredible team. If you actually go on Disney Plus, they have the Star Wars biomes of where like they kind of go through like through like like different areas and, and stuff like that. And they give you like a like a ship view of different planets and stuff, but then they have something called Star Wars sounds and it just goes through the different sounds in Star Wars. Oh nice. Yeah. So So you... how many times did you watch that to I become a master? I specifically listened to that a lot just because of the, around the time that we got it, that the sounds came out and everything, we actually got a wedding gift and our gift was a new speaker system for a TV. I was like, oh, nice. Ooh, so I'm just perfect. I, I was just having that on loop, but it's super, super cool. So if you like that, check that out. I was really tempted to watch the adventure uh, the young Jedi adventures. The, oh, yeah. I was really tempted to watch that the other day just because they're bringing actual characters from the high republic books and in, into it and i've been getting myself educated about the high republic so i can prepare myself for acolyte well yeah. if you do watch it i want a full review oh yeah no yeah. absolutely i will let you know and my nephew actually came by yesterday and we put two lightsabers in front of him and he instantly went for the blue one it was like let's go yes yeah, starting of, him off right yes so uh, we'll probably watch that with him. But yeah. Perfect. There you go. Uh, that's all the news for this week. Uh, please go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, X. Twitter. Twitter. It's Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, yep. All of it. Type in at uh, Star Wars Stuff Podcast and we'll pop up. We're on threads as well. Uh, if you are listening to us on YouTube, thank you so much. And for and for everyone that is part of our Patreon we wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys and just the like everyone who listens in general. But thank you so much for just just being part of our Patreon family. We we love doing what we do and we love the support that we get from you guys and we love the reviews and all of it. So thank you so much for just being there and being honest and giving us feedback. So thank you so much. And if you haven't yet, go sign up for our Patreon at Star Wars Stuff Podcast two one eight seven. If you go on Patreon.com, follow us on TikTok. Join the TikTok. We're posting a lot of fun clips on there. I'm posting once a day. Yes, you are. Because every morning I like get a text from you and I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Another one's up. There you go. Yep. And we're crushing it there. And again, this weekend we we will be a grown up Comic Con. Yes. And we will. I don't think you're going to. Are you going to? Motor City? No. No. Okay. So it's just me. Okay. Well, I will be at Motor City, including Hunter as well. So you'll probably see us there. Uh, and Star and Cap and Hunter will be at Grenouts Comic Con this weekend too. So, yeah. All right. I'm excited. Well, 
Thank you so much to our amazing Patreon supporters on the purple tier, Hayden Huser, Darth Ace One, Liam McKillen, TX Vader76, Chris Simpson, Kevin Langlier, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel. On the red tier, Fenrir526, Maya Morris. In the black tier, Maka Tautala, Nathan Shank, and Evan Opiker. Thank you so much for your support. That's everything. I believe that is. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. May the force be with you. Always. Do, 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 do